Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. We probed him about these other investors that he told us about in his campaign, and he kept getting these weird headaches, and we just kept pressing, and he eventually told us that they were the Kraken Society, and that there were members of this organization in Waterdeep. Over the course of time, we got him kind of drunk, and uh, he told us that King Hecaton is on a boat called the Morkoth. Head exploded. Aspen went invisible and just jumped off the boat. I guess everybody else kind of jumped out a window, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So then we walked back to town and took the teleportation back to Everland, where Lord Coron Valharo is, and we kind of spitballed with him for a minute before deciding to blow the conch and head back to them of what had happened and what we discovered. Heroes Not Included Season 2 We have to find... I look around the room, all the giants, wondering, okay, (laughs) we must find a boat called the Morkoth. And my guess is it's a fairly large boat. She says, so it is your understanding that this Kraken Society conspired with Emerith to kidnap my father and place him on a boat here in the trackless sea. You know, when you say it, it would seem hard to track things in this sea. What we thought. What a better place. <laughs> Trackless? Hmm. Uh, she says, Hmm. Very well. I have trusted you this far. I will trust you further. I will have you speak with Uthar, and with him, together, you can make arrangements to find my father. Great. Yes, let's. <laughs> and she says, she looks over at everyone else. She says, I'm retiring for the day. You're dismissed. Stands up out of the throne and she walks out. And Uthor comes walking down. And Uthor, like I said before, kind of gives you a, a sense of matter of factness. He seems as though he's an individual who has spent his entire life in some sort of martial capacity. Taking care of business? Essentially. Every day. Every day. Every day. <laughs> yes, essentially. Inspiration! Inspiration! <laughs> I've got like five now. <laughs> You're on fire tonight, Grayson. So everyone else has filtered out of the room, mm-hmm. and we're just now standing in this room? Yeah. Um, I say to Uthar, do you think it's possible that we might have told people not to relay this information outside this place? I, I would think many in that room would benefit from also knowing where the king is and maybe getting to him before we do. 
Well, other than storm giants, those here in this room would have a great deal of effort required uh, of them in order to be able to search and get to the trackless sea before us. I see, I see. We are going to be mobilizing boats, and uh, we have a way to transport you to the surface. Without our eyes exploding, right? Yes. <laughs> good, good. Just checking. You just got to check sometimes. Just got to check. You know, you, you'll regret it when you find out if you didn't. <laughs> so, how does one search the entire trackless sea for a possible meandering boat? We have reason to believe that the Kraken Society may have connection to the Purple Rocks, but we mm. aren't sure if that has any connection to where Hecaton is. He says, uh, yes, well, we have quite a large fleet available now that we have a direction to move in. And the Purple Rocks are home to barbarians. They throw their children in the sea. It's just wasteful. I've heard. Well, I mean, we've been trusting him with everything, right? Yeah. As well. We've heard that the Kraken Society might actually be headed by an actual Kraken? If that is true, then I'm not sure that we possess an ability to stop it. Wait, wait, what? Krakens are ancient. There are a great number of dragons on land who would be hard-pressed against a kraken. You guys live out here with those, with them? Well, there has only been ever rumored one, and he has not seen fit, hopefully, to intervene in our affairs. He says, unless you have anything that you need to prepare, shall we? I think we shall. Yep, I think we're good. He uh, begins walking at a brisk speed, which all but Kallik find challenging to keep up with. He walks you through a series of corridors, uh, all of them made of coral, all of them very much like uh, many of the places you've already seen, until he walks you into this large opened space, and you see several ships along these docks all contained within this coral cave. And you see storm giants milling about, uh, making ready to depart. And uh, he walks towards one of the ships and onto it. Yeah, just oh, so it's like yeah. walking onto a uh, cruise liner. Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like, uh, <laughs> oh, it's a Caribbean queen. <laughs> we can just take the rope across. <laughs> When is Shuffle Lord? <laughs> <laughs> Who is my direct cruise director? <laughs> he begins shouting orders in Giant. And in a very short amount of time, probably 10, 15 minutes, you know that boats are beginning to shove off and be more from the docks and begin making their way out towards the other end of the cave opening. Finally, it's his turn, and your boat begins to move. And... You're thinking, this is good. Okay, we're on a boat. We're with the giants. This is great. And then as you turn to see what you're moving towards, it looks like you're moving towards a wall of water. And Calyx, not... Like a swell? Yeah, this literally looks like a wall of water. Just That literally goes... Covers the whole end of that cave. Oh, oh, I see. Like, I see. And uh, while Calyx isn't necessarily too concerned about it, although the depth would still give Calyx a problem... <laughs> It is a bit disconcerting to see. It is several hundred feet tall. And the ship begins just to move right into it. So I'll be inside. 
Uh, yeah, who wants to go inside, or who wants to stay on the deck and watch the show? I'm gonna go inside. I will be on the deck. It seems life-threatening to me. I create yes. a little handlebar out of water. Okay. And I'm like... <laughs> Aspen? I'm also gonna go inside, I guess. Okay. This seems a little scary outside. Yeah, it's, 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 it's very, very big, too. And I'm very, very small. Uh, you, uh, make your way into the cabin. Uh, there is an aft castle. Small, comparatively. Yeah. <laughs> you hear, uh, those of you inside, hear more than see the ship move into the water. Cal, you watch as the ship just moves through this wall. And the wall just kind of goes right over you. You are expecting to feel the pressure, the water, the, all that sort of stuff. And you don't really encounter any of it. But as soon as the ship has exited the cave, you notice that it begins rising through the water at a rapid rate. You guys feel a sudden up motion, and you hear water rushing by as you're going up. Really very unusual sensation inside a boat. Until finally, you can see the very top of the mast poke through the surface. The boat continues to rise until it comes right up to the top of the surface. You're knocked off your feet inside as uh, the ship breaches the surface of the ocean. And it kind of comes up with one, kind of the bow comes up first, and then the rest of her. Water rolls off the deck. Fish roll out of the way, and you find yourself now on the surface. And there's a bunch of fish on the deck. (laughs) And you can hear what sounds like wind, and you see out the wind, and you notice that there is light. Ooh. I go back onto the deck. You come back out on the deck, and you see water running off the deck, and a few fish flapping. And you see Calic just kind of standing there. (laughs) (laughs) Looking as though that was nice and cool and interesting. (laughs) And immediately, the ship lurches and jumps up to speed. And it begins moving quite rapidly. Uh, You guess maybe... Five, six miles an hour. Fast. And uh, as you look out on the horizon, you see several other ships kind of bob up out of the water and begin moving in different directions. You count a total of 20 ships all going in various different directions. It's a lot of ships. Quite a fleet. That'll make us a lot quicker. Excited. You're anxious to see, uh, find this ship. But after about the first hour, you kinda got like, this. Kind of like fishing. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, we're going fishing. Okay, we are. We're fishing. Second hour, yeah. So fishing, yeah. This gonna catch something. Third hour, okay. We'll find him. Find the king. Just a matter of hey, time. Warren and I are now playing cards. Yeah. I'm like a little kid in a toy shop, right? And I'm like. <gasps> Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's really all this, fun. All this open water that all looks the same, but it's different to me. Oh, because I'm from I the love sea. going on boats, too. So. It's like a Celine Dion album. <laughs> <laughs> Several hours go by. Night falls. But the giants continue um, on into the night. Eventually, uh, you have no choice but to you end up falling asleep. Well, we pull out some of that yak kush from the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little yak OG. Good, good solid sleep Yes. on this boat. 
I have a little... We've been on a lot of boats, and they haven't always been great. Yeah, this one feels much... I, I think I, I could mean, deal with... A, I could deal with a boat like this, I think. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, even, because you've basically been on a cruise ship now. Yeah, it's, I don't even feel like the boat's moving that much. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, there's not really a lot of sway, even though, Calic, you guessed that the wind has picked up and the waves have to be about five feet swells, mm-hmm. but the boat seems to not notice. Mm. Good craftsmanship. Also very large. Very large. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so several days pass, and the excitement has definitely worn off. There's not much to eat. The giants cook up fish, and they throw you some fish. Okay. I'm Between sure that and uh, some fresh water, and whatever rations you have on you, that's it. I feel well, like Aspen is the kind of person to make fruit bars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that. <laughs> Finally, on the seventh day, you hear one Good of rest. the giants <laughs> from from up in the crow's nest. Hecaton Ho? <laughs> you hear him yell, Ship ho! And immediately, storm giants begin kind of running towards the front of the ship. I can't see anything from down here with yeah. all these feet. Very <laughs> tough to see. I'm and immediately terrified of being trampled. Immediately, a whole bunch of commands are being shouted in the giant, and you see them breaking out these huge sort of machines made of wood and gears. And in them, they're loading these very oh, large... Is this the thing that the ice giants were shooting at us with? Yes. Sweet. Ballistas. And loading huge harpoons. Three, four, five, six, seven times the size of a human. Quite large. You should ride one out. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 a little Dr. Strange mm-hmm. right? <laughs> But yeah, and you see them, they begin bolting them down to the deck. Uthor comes over and he puts down his hand for the three again. Uh, yes, please. Tentatively stand on the hand. You stand on the hand and grab the arm, and he kind of lifts you up like this onto the top of the aft castle. And uh, you're able now to see out beyond the deck. And you see uh, on the horizon a ship. And it is a larger ship. Not anywhere near this size, but it is large. And at this distance, it's tough to make out, but it looks like it is heavy laden by how it is floating. Sounds good. Sounds good. So far, so good. Khaled, based upon your knowledge of the ocean, you, you guess that... A nautical prowess. Your nautical prowess. <laughs> you figure that you are probably within 50 miles of the Purple Rocks. I relay that. <laughs> That's relatively close, then. Sounds good. <laughs> Just trying to impress you. Okay. I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, very nice. I have no idea where we are. How do you know? It's just ocean that way, ocean that way, ocean that way. As you get closer and closer, give me a perception roll. Everybody? Yep. Ooh. Eight. Twenty-seven. Seventeen. Yeah, so uh, all of you are kind of standing on top of one of the railings of the core castle to kind of look clearly see on the horizon a ship that is of unusual shape. It has one uh, massive sail, and then otherwise it is longer than it is wider. Its proportions seem weird to you. Hmm. Uh, is it shaped? And like... it's sitting really, really, really low. 
in the water. Isn't it? Let's go. <laughs> Not the ship we're looking for. Every, yeah. <laughs> Every sense I have is telling me that this is the right ship. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't think so. Based on the duration of the campaign. <laughs> I think we should let this one go so a new story can be created. Yeah, we should shop around. Yeah, and see if we can find any other ships. Is this also a giant-sized ship, or is this like a people-sized ship? This is a people-sized ship. But a very big people-sized ship? It's a good size, yeah. It's a good size. The, and we can't Mary just too. see the, the giant strapped down to the deck. There's not like a pair of feet sticking out the bottom yeah. of the hatch. <laughs> it's shaped like the outline of a person. Yeah, like they had to have wood <laughs> on at the end of That's kind of a weird aft castle, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Let's... What's with the planks? <laughs> kind of <coughs> kind of like feet. Yeah, I know. Well, let's go see if we can find this boat. <laughs> Spurred on by the sight, the giants on board this longship draw in the sails, and there's a call for oars. Hmm. And you uh, feel this lurch as uh, the oars bite into the water, and you go bursting forward in speed. And then you hear something strange. A deep sort of whale-like rumble coming from the water. 30 minutes after taco time. <laughs> you hear the... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you hear this noise, and then on the horizon, you see a tentacle come up out of the water and dive back into the water. Ooh. And... I don't think it's the boat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> From where you are, to give you an, a sense, it was probably about three or four hundred yards away from your boat, but at that distance, it looked the size of the boat that you're on. Oh, jeez. What do I know about Krakens? I don't know. What do you know about Krakens? What am I rolling? Nature? It will be nature, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know that Krakens are ancient. Most scholars believe that when ancient texts refer to the Leviathan in the deep, that they're referring to a Kraken. They are believed to have been part of the primordial creation of the world by the gods. At one point, even served the gods. It's also believed that they are incredibly powerful, massive in size, and uh, almost never seen. Okay. Okay, so uh, I guess we're facing an ancient evil now. The giants, of course, have seen the tentacle, and uh, there is a call for battle stations. And Uthor comes uh, down to the three of you. He says, I have a favor to ask of the three of you. Don't let us die. <laughs> you, you are obviously that? the player character, yeah. so uh, if you could make sure we live, we would like to go wherever you go. We sure have heard a lot of talk about the we folk and how insignificant they are. I feel it's time to prove your metal. <laughs> he says, 
If that is the Kraken, come. <laughs> if. <laughs> well, you remember, a few people have seen sure. the Kraken. It was a squid. It was just a lot closer to the camera than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that is indeed the Kraken, come to wreak havoc, then we will have our hands full. I would like for you to travel to this boat and free Hecaton while we turn our attention to a greater foe. The boat does look to be sized and built by small folk. Would you do this? Yes. Yes. <laughs> do not want to be on a boat where the crack How far away is the, that other boat, roughly? Good, good ways? Yeah, probably about 500 yards. 600 yards. Okay. As soon as I say yes, I jump in the water. <laughs> With like, let's go, guys. With the Kraken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they um, they lower down a boat that is... Um, that, happens be, that happens to be sized for the small folk. Mm-hmm. The but they have this... It's one of their kids' toys. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's the, it's the model from the captain's quarters. Yeah. yeah. He smashes a bottle and then hands you a boat. Here you go. Um, I'll drive. These <laughs> <laughs> toilets work. It's amazing. <laughs> this ocean is huge. It's actually our pond. Um, but they put it in the water. They throw down a, a, a rope mm-hmm. for the two of you, Aspen and Aobard, to climb down into the boat. And with that, they give one of the oars gives it a shove, and uh, the big long boat begins turning away from you towards where they saw the tentacle. Do we need the boat? I don't think we need the boat. After they do that, I, I put my hand on, on Aspen's shoulder, uh-huh. and then I fly away. Okay. <laughs> and you can't do it. Okay. I was like, please don't leave me. You felt this. <laughs> Aspen's just there rowing this boat. So the boat is about, like I said, 500 yards away. Mm-hmm. We're going close to, close to the water. <laughs> going in low. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like a dolphin. <laughs> awkwardly with his arms at his sides. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely, he... It all circles back to the beginning. Alec doesn't look so wet anymore. I mean, he looks wet, but he doesn't He doesn't look any wetter. That's a, that's and he certainly thing. doesn't look uncomfortable. No. Nope. No. Loving it. Yeah. <laughs> we should have returned the it to only the only way this could... <laughs> So, uh, you begin flying low over the surface of the water. Kalik is swimming through the water, finally in salt water, a huge ocean, loving it, having a great time, and all of a sudden not having a great time. Because... Even from this distance, you can see this dark mass coming up from below. Yeah. Well, Kalik can. When he's <laughs> underwater, you can just see this. It's like it's it's like a large mass of something just rising up through the depths. Like a continent. Like coming towards you, or or coming up like towards this. Past this you? No, this just like coming up from it's rising you. through the sea. Mm-hmm. Like this, all the way up from down below. So this right. looks like the sea floor is coming up. <laughs> it just looks, yeah, it looks massive. And the other thing you notice, Cal, give me a perception check. The other thing you notice is nothing. Ten. Uh, you see that as you get closer to the boat, it is being guarded by marrow. Like delicious, delicious centers of bones. <laughs> <laughs> no. Darn. <laughs> I was really hoping That's for that. That's going to be a great night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, all right. Hmm. Get a kettle going. Let's have some soup. Yeah, so you see that the ship is being uh, guarded by Mara. And at the moment, you count four. Okay. They're underneath the boat? Uh-huh. Okay. Swimming around the vicinity and underneath. 
And it looks like they see you. Okay. Did they see me before I could come up and say something? No, you can, go, you can come up and say something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have to come up and go, Mermaids! Death! <laughs> go back down. <laughs> Mermaids! <laughs> death! Mermaid sounds great. <laughs> I don't... I don't know what I know about mermaids. I don't know what to do with them, because I, I get the attraction part, but then, you know, if you seal the deal, I don't actually Comes know Comes up happens. again. Think you missed the second part, man! <laughs> <laughs> oh, death mermaids. Death. I thought you said death, and I was like, well, duh, they're underwater. I thought you meant, like, death, like they're down there, like, throwing some, spitting some hot truth. <laughs> death jam. They got some, like, poetry. They've been oppressed for a while. <laughs> All of our lives, violets and fish. <laughs> Those dead dragons. <laughs> Kept down, cracking the thumb on our back. <laughs> cracking our back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so while I'm flying, I'm probably not flying super close to the water. <laughs> Because I don't want to be anywhere near those tentacles that can, came can out. Can you swim at 60? Yes. Oh. I bet if you swing your ass off, I'm just sort of like upside down. <laughs> <laughs> this is my um, area. <laughs> so as I raise up, what can I see of the boat as I approach? Well, as you get up into the air, this is what you see from above. Okay, it's a big skinny boat. Is this the front? Uh-huh. It looks like its front is kind of like wedge-shaped. The giant is strapped to the deck? Oh, no, that's the front of it. Oh. Yeah. The back is wedge-shaped. Oh. This is the back. And Hecaton is just chilling on, <laughs> just strapped down to the top of it. He's taking a nappy poo. Taking a nap. He's got a big white beard. Well, found him. <laughs> I just don't understand why the Oracle um, couldn't see him. He's right there. He's right here. 160. Okay. All right, uh, so I need you to roll initiative. Sure. Actually, let's have everybody roll initiative just so that we have an acting order. Ooh. 24. 10. I also got 10, but my dex is higher. Mm-hmm. Kalik, what do you want to do? I breach the surface <laughs> and come right up. Grab on my leg. Grab on the leg. Okay. As you do that, one of the uh, Murrow... Gonna try and throw the harpoon at you. Oh, please, please throw stuff at me. <laughs> throw the harpoon at please. me. He doesn't care if he misses you and hits what you're hanging on to. Alright, your armor class is 17? Correct. Okay. He hits you. Okay. Unless there's something you would. Yes. Mm-hmm. We need to see what damage is first, though. Okay. Damage would be 21. Can you catch it in your foot and fling it back at him? It depends on how much damage I can take away. Alright. Ooh, I took 18 away. So nice. I cannot catch it. But I take three. Deflected take it right it. into my shin. <laughs> uh, take three points, and uh, also, that. since it hits you, you notice that not only does it hit you, but it's attached seaweed kelp rope sort of thing mm-hmm. to it. And as it sticks into your side, he pulls on it. He's going to try Well, and... I deflected it. Oh, you deflected it? Yeah. Okay. It's a deflect or catch of Deflect any or missile. catch. Got it. Okay. So, well, in that case... I saw, Maybe I the saw The damage you took was from deflecting it. Yeah. Probably. I was like, God, I'm a my hand. Okay. So he's going to have to pull his harpoon back. Another one is going to throw a harpoon. Very excited. They don't like this idea of you leaving the water behind. 
<laughs> I'm, trying. I'm shouting, what are you doing? Go back down there and finish him off? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's it. You going to deflect again? Yeah, I, I, I do it every time. Do it every time? Yeah. All right. So total damage is uh, 19. 16. Okay, so you only take another three. <laughs> this uh, He's deflect- holding on to me. It's like kicking these things. That's good. That's good. All right, Aspen, what are you going to do? Do I see any people on the boat? Uh, yes. Can I shoot any of them with my bow from the air? While flying? I mean, I guess I don't have to be flying. How much longer do I have this? Oh, you got it for 10 minutes. So how long did it take us to get to the boat? Well, I think we figured it would only take you, uh, what, a couple of minutes? A minute or two, yeah. Yeah, a minute or two. Okay, so I just want to be up. Go way up under the raptor, under the sail. You want to land in the crow's nest and fire down at him? Uh, yeah, I guess I can land in the crow's nest. I just figured if I had it for ten minutes, why not use it? That's true. Yeah, and you might be able to give you cover. Though. Yeah, you might get get a little bit. You get half cover from the crow's nest. Like in the air. Yeah, I guess I'll land in the crow's nest and shoot him from there. Then. All right, fire away. How many dudes are we talking? And is there any discernible difference between them? Like, is somebody wearing a hat with a fancy feather? Or a Kraken mask? Does one definitely have a peg leg <laughs> and, a, and a parrot on its shoulder? Yarr! And the, bigger, the biggest hat <laughs> on the ship. Um. Hat size is the classic <laughs> way to determine class amongst pirates. Or if one of them has firecrackers in their beard. Ooh. What? Blackbeard. Oh, I didn't know that was the way Speaking of which, I need to know when I'm exactly 60 feet away from the boat. Okay. All right. So... Aspen. Yes. You land, and uh, what you see is a half-orc who is yelling orders. And then you see uh, another individual, Luskin, human, who is wearing uh, a captain's hat on the top of the aft castle, standing there looking at you and also looking at the approaching... Well, I'm definitely going to shoot at the captain. Okay, shooting at the captain. All right. Yeah. Fire away. 24. 24, okay, that is a hit. Okay. Five points of damage, and then I'm going to take my bonus action to kind of duck below the edge of the crow's nest. Whenever you uh, duck down all the way into the crow's nest, um, you can have full cover from anyone below. But whenever you're shooting, since you have to lean over to shoot, you only get half cover. Okay, and as I pop down... Well, I just want to pull out one of my special arrows instead of one of my normal arrows. Okay. Uh, let's see. Who's up next in order? A crew member is. All right. So uh, one of the crew is going to start climbing up towards the crow's nest. How many dudes are there? Ten. Not counting the captain and... The first mate. The first mate. Okay, so a total of twelve. And then you also have the four murrows there. One gigantic mast... Mm-hmm. Is what you said? Okay, and for a ship that size, we're talking like one of those ancient redwoods turned into a mast, right? Yeah, it's pretty tall. And pretty fat, right? At the bottom. Okay. Okay, uh, Eobard, you're within 60 feet. So, I'm trying to sow calamity amongst the ship. So, I look for a giant pile of ropes or nets, and I cast Create Bonfire. Oh, okay. Thinking that a bunch of pirates will be like, oh god, and then have to go deal with it. Nice. Uh, well, it definitely uh, garners the attention of individuals. You see a crew member begins yelling, and you see he's running for a bucket. 
The captain turns and sees you, Aobard. No one expects the flying worm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who would? Got a payload of I got a payload of ass kicking monk, <laughs> and then just drop on the deck and then just keep going. Just imagine Aobard circling the ship and firing like cantrips and cackling. <laughs> <laughs> The Don't shoot back. This, is, this is the most fun I've had in ages. <laughs> How many people are we talking on the boat? Twelve. Twelve? Twelve total. Ten, ten dudes and then a first one. Uh, he looks at you and he flings his hand at you, Aelbard, and I need you to make a charisma saving throw. Oh, dude. That's okay. Charisma is your best That is my best chance. Now that we've said that, we've turned the eye of faith <laughs> to gaze upon you. I would like to use your inspiration and re-roll. I mean, uh, yeah, I can do that. The more you use it, the more you can get. Hey! There we go, natural 20, so 29. 29! <laughs> you feel a tug, but you shrug it off. Uh, can I tell what it was he was trying to do at all? No, but it felt as though, for a brief moment, you felt as though you, you might be leaving this existence behind. Oh, okay. See, you a trick on me. <laughs> Okay, uh, that brings up one of the merfolk. So several crew members are running to try and put out the fire. We have two that are climbing up uh, to the crow's nest. Two now, okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, the merfolk are going to try and attack Aobard. <laughs> the merfolk are trying to attack me? Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, armor class is still 13? Uh, 13. Okay, so that is a hit. Ow! Is it... Why aren't you blocking these? I was going to say, is it possible that I could be... I'm quite acrobatic, right? So hanging off of Eobard's feet while he's flying. You got to try and trap you I want shit. to try to uh, deflect. Is there a way that I could... There's no way you could deflect it. You could throw yourself um, between uh, Eobard and it and take the full brunt of the attack. But That's what a hero would do. <laughs> Now you get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it keep stabbing me? Oh, no. I will, uh, yes, I throw myself in front of it. Wow, all right. Wow. The audience did not expect that. <laughs> not at all. Uh, they did not expect that at all. Okay. Kalik, you take 15 points of damage. Yeah, where it's like, you really pissed them off. <laughs> <laughs> they keep attacking you. And uh, give me a uh, strength check. Let's see if you can resist them pulling you underwater. <laughs> Three. No, you can't. <laughs> so they he pulls like this and pulls you down under the water. Okay. I have his let go of you. Oh, God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he didn't. No, I didn't. I'll show that. I figured one. if anyone's going in the water, probably should be me. <laughs> Uppity warlock. <laughs> Swim now, you bastard. Doesn't want to get wet. <laughs> All right, that brings us around uh, to the first mate. And the first mate, he is going to fire his light crossbow at Aelbart. Hits. All right, so the crossbow itself uh, does seven points of piercing damage. And I need you to make a constitution save. Oh, no. These are bad people. These are bad drugs. As opposed to the good drugs, yeah. which they keep for themselves. <laughs> 19. 19. Wow, nicely done. 
Alright. In that case, you only take half the poison damage. Which means you only take 12 points of poison damage. And that brings us around to the top of the order. And at the top of the order is Kallik. What do you do, man? So the one that yanked me. Yeah. I assume that was a really strong pull down, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm going to use that momentum mm-hmm. um, to torpedo, torpedo right into him. <laughs> torpedo at 28. Easily a hit. Cool. Not not even not even a doubt left. Have him mm-hmm. or it make a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw coming up. Against uh, that, uh, uh, 16. 16? Yeah, that's a big fail. Not even close. Okay. So uh, that murder takes 8 damage. Ouch. And is now stunned. Ooh, nice. And... The stunning strike? Yeah. Nice. Can I make out how many of those things are swirling around him now from above, from up high? No. The water's too murky? Well, it's just dark. It's tough. I mean, they're not near the... They're about 20 feet down under the water. Okay. Uh, is there anyone around me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've decided that you are their new favorite thing. Oh, we're going to have fun then. Okay, cool. So I then look to the one to my right, mm-hmm. and I punch that one. Okay. For 23. That's definitely a hit. <laughs> and that one takes seven. I mean, I think from their perspective, you know, the, you're, you're looked at as probably kind of like an abomination. <laughs> probably, yeah. They most likely really hate me. Cool. Uh, so then I'll hit it again for 23. I'll hit that. All right, you do. <laughs> I'm hitting it. And that takes seven more damage. Okay. Punch, 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 punch. What do underwater karate look like? <laughs> no, I'm going to have to think about it. looks like slow motion karate, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> like Tai Chi. It's like in the Matrix or something. <laughs> yeah, you're doing Tai Chi. And then that's it. All right. Enjoy those punches from my nunchuck crack. And that brings up uh, some crew members. They have finally climbed to the top. Oh, no. Of the crow's nest, and there's two of them. Damn it. I was really hoping I was going to get around before they got to the top. I had a really great idea. They made it very quick. Yeah, they made it real quick. Mm-hmm. How did they climb it? Well, maybe they didn't climb it. Maybe they grabbed a rope and went, someone went, <laughs> like this, and just... <laughs> oh, teamwork, those bastards. <laughs> Reaches over with a, a sword and is going to try and stab you. Okay. That goes to the player, so. Misses. First okay. one misses you. The second one tries to stab you and misses as well. Okay. Merfolk are going to try and attack. Nilvard. I mean, not Nilvard. Um, they're going to try and attack you, Kelly. Cool. How might they be attacked? Ah, well, you are under the water. Right up close and personal, so one of them is going to try and bite you. Lovely. And then use his harpoon. Wouldn't he want a harpoon first and then bite? Maybe. He is a creative thinker. He thinks outside the box. Or he just likes his food extra wiggly. Could be. He misses with the bite. Oh, ouch. Uh, critical hit the harpoon. Okay. Let's see how good your deflection is underwater. <laughs> Although it's more of a stab, really, than anything. Fucking right now. It's specifically worded to missiles, so if he's not throwing it, then oh, okay, then that wouldn't apply. Well, on the plus side, you got a really poor critical roll. 
<laughs> so you only take 11 points of damage. What's your total at now? Your points? Uh, well, total is 88. I'm at yeah. 56. Okay, and uh, then that brings up Aspen. I would like to use Gust uh, aimed at one of the dudes in the crow's nest with me. Okay. So I cast Gust as an action. One medium or smaller creature that you choose must succeed on a strength saving throw or be pushed up to five feet away from me. Directly that, over that, the that's, barrier. That, that's going to that's gonna end poorly, I think. So that's a 16. They gotta make 16. Mm-hmm. Okay. Misses. So, you uh, use your gust. <laughs> like this, and just this gust of wind just blows him right off the crow's nest. And you see, he just he kind of waves his hands in the air like he's trying to grab onto something and he can't find anything. And he lands on the deck with a smash. A wet, sickly smash? A wet, sickly <laughs> smash. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Tevya Schmidt, Chris Gergetsch, Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.